Welcome to the Cyber Guide, a security-focused podcast brought to you by Compass Cybersecurity. We hope you enjoy this episode and welcome you to reach out to us with any questions. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Cyber Guide. I'm Bob Olson, CEO of Compass Cybersecurity, joined by Ron Nemus, Chief Information Security Officer at Compass Cybersecurity. In today's episode, we're going to talk about insider threats, um, and we're going to look at it from both a, a malicious insider uh, perspective as well as a negligent insider perspective. Uh, if you if you follow any of the news um, and have read any of the data breach reports that, that kind of look back in time, you, you, you typically find that insider threats, again, in, in either one of those categories, uh, is, is a high percentage of the, uh, the sources or the causes for data being exposed to a third party or an unauthorized third party, that is. And so it's an important topic and one we're, gonna, we're excited to dive into today. Uh, Ron, any thoughts you want to share before we kind of jump in? Yeah, I mean, just to, to kind of piggyback on that, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've seen in the in the news and both, you know, government agencies and, and and private industry, you know, the national intelligence, I mean, the insider threat is always is always a big threat. I mean, they, they know your network the most, um, you know, as Bob mentioned, I mean, this could be a bunch of different ways, you know, they, they could be, you know, doing it out of out of anger, or, or it could just be something negligent, you know. Yeah, that's a great point. There's some very, uh, especially recently, some very uh, visible insider threat cases. Um, those are uh, generally some of the, the most significant data breaches that we've seen, uh, particularly on the government side. Uh, like Ron said, you, you know, they know your network better than probably most people in your organization. Um, but before we jump into the malicious insider, uh, why don't we go ahead and start with the negligent insider. So this is somebody that you know, does not have any, uh, you know, ill intentions, if you will, uh, of, of trying to harm the organization, but they do something or a series of things that leaves the organization exposed and could potentially result in a security incident and a data breach. And, you know, some examples of these, so as we, as we kind of talk through this, you can just think about your organization and your uh, you know, maybe you and, and the role that you're in, and so maybe maybe you do some of these things. Hopefully not. Um, so you know, there's today's world. Everybody's traveling, so lost devices uh, very common. Could be you know, and by lost device, it doesn't necessarily even have to be a laptop. It could be could be a tablet. It could be a smartphone. And if you think about it, you know, think about your if you use your smartphone at work to access or for work to access email. You know, think about all of the information that you have in your email, whether it's, a, you know, attachments or maybe actually text in the bodies of those emails. And then more than likely on that phone, you probably have access to other portions of your organization. So if you lose that device, you know, you're traveling, you leave it in a, you know, a hotel, an airport, an Uber, a taxi, whatever, doesn't really matter. And it's not, you know, encrypted. It doesn't have a passcode on it. That's kind of a gold mine. So somebody coming along could pick it up. You know, maybe they have you know, bad intentions, and all of a sudden, guess what? You've now got, you know, potentially sensitive information, maybe regulated information that's out in the wild. Um, that's, a, that's a pretty common, uh, you know, occurrence that, that you see, and it's only, I think, going to increase over time as we get more and more mobile devices out there, more and more people traveling, more and more data spread, distributed throughout. So another, um, you know, following the, the negligent insider path, um, you know, again, they're not trying to do anything malicious, but in today's sort of 24 by seven connected world, 
Um, oftentimes people will work outside of the, you know, the formal four walls, if you will, of their office. And so they want to be able to work from home or, you know, maybe the local coffee shop or on vacation. And maybe the organization has implemented, uh, you know, security controls or mechanisms that, that make that a little bit challenging for them to do. So maybe they've got to use a VPN or they're only able to access information, um, you know, within certain applications. Some of the ways that a negligent insider, again, they're just trying to do their job. So they're trying to work while they're on vacation, you know, which, you know, they think is, is something that maybe in today's world they're, they're expected to do. So maybe what they could do is they could send, you know, files to maybe their personal email account, or maybe they save them onto uh, some type of media, you know, maybe a USB thumb drive and download those files. And now all of a sudden you have, you know, potentially sensitive data that is not being stored on a corporate asset um, and not being protected based on what you've done as an organization. And so, you know, there, there's lots of things that could then potentially happen to that data. Uh, what are, anything else you see, Ron, from a, you know, lost device perspective or, um, you know, just people trying to be creative, I'll call it creative when it comes to working from remote places if it's not really supported? Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned it. I mean, you know, how, how can I make that data more accessible, you know, and, that, and that, that goes to, like, the drop boxes that we see a lot, you know, box.com, maybe your Google Drive. Uh, it just, it's easier for me to access that at, in, in different places. Um, you know, as, as a business, you know, you may not like that, uh, but, again, the users, they're not, they're not necessarily malicious. They, they just want to be able to, you know, maybe put in those extra hours and work from home or, um, you know, the, the lost device goes with the USB, you know, it's, you're able to, to transport that information. Um, and now it's, it's out of the, the company's control. So it's, it's out in the wild, as they say now, um, you know, that's these, a lot of these, uh, you know, you, you, you want to try to bake into your policies and procedures as much as possible again. So, so users, you know, are aware and you, you have that constant balance between security and, and, and functionality. Yeah, USBs are, are particularly, that's a, that's a great point because, you know, a, a lot of folks do have, or at least are starting to have, um, you know, passcodes and, and encryption, a lot of the, the, you know, the phone providers and the tablet providers. But, you know, think about, I, I, would, I would hazard a guess that, that most everyone listening to this is a, a USB drive that they use for something probably does not have encryption on it. And so that, that's something that we rarely see. Uh, we strongly recommend that you do, but uh, most organizations just have not kind of gone that down that path. Uh, another area where we see from a, you know, again, from a, just a negligence perspective is either sharing passwords, sharing user credentials, uh, maybe publicly displaying on a, you know, the infamous sticky note, uh, your password uh, information for, you know, variety of systems. Uh, or potentially just not using a, a strong password, you know, and obviously there's ways that organizations can enforce that, but unfortunately people find creative ways around that, or maybe they use the same password on five or six different systems, and so if I figure out what it is on one, now guess what, I'm able to potentially access those other um, systems. So, you know, passwords, it's one of the, the most basic and simplest things. Um, and you've got to also think from a password visibility, if you do have it, you know, on that sticky note I mentioned, you know, what other 
you know, is there a cleaning staff that comes through? Is there a water delivery, you know, guy that comes through or girl? Um, you know, those folks all could potentially, you know, take that information and use it for something. Recorded in Baltimore's historic Inner Harbor, home of the Ravens and the Orioles, land of crabs and natty bow, this is the Cyber Guide. And now, back to your host. Any thoughts on, on passwords or, or anything else, Ron? Sure. This, this always reminds me of working with the military was operational security. You know, think about your surroundings and, and, and how you're, you know, conducting business outside of the office, right? If, if you're in a Panera Bread and, and you just have to shoot out that email, you know, think of where you're connecting to or, or you know, who might be looking over your shoulder, you know, maybe, maybe you're, it's, a, it's a beautiful day and you're, you have your back to the nice sun coming in, but think about who can take a look through that window and, and see what you're typing or, you know, see that urgent email or, or sensitive email that needs to go out. Uh, again, it's, it's considering, you know, your surroundings. And, and again, you're not you're you're just trying to get the work done, but you know, think about those security implications. Yeah, I always went when I not that I frequent coffee shops that often, but but when I'm I'm in one of those or flying or something, I'm always just because of the nature of the the business we're in, I'm always somewhat um, you know on the lookout for what everybody's doing, and it's amazing to me what people will do with complete strangers sitting around them, and you know, and a lot of what they're doing isn't just personal stuff; it's it's corporate related things. Um, you know, maybe looking at sensitive financial data or, you know, crafting emails to clients and stuff. It's just, um, yeah, I'm always just amazed by that. So why don't we switch over to sort of the other side of, uh, from an insider perspective and, f- and talk about malicious insiders for a minute. Um, so these are folks that are, you know, they are out to do harm to your organization. And it could be, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be just from a financial perspective perspective. There could be that, you know, they've got a grudge. Maybe they were passed over for a promotion or, um, you know, maybe their position's being outsourced and they're not happy about it. Uh, it could be a variety of things. Uh, and so what that means is, you know, typically these are also folks that are in roles where they can have a very significant, uh, you know, impact on the organization if they do some things. So, so as an example, you know, they what would be the impact to your organization if you think about it? If you were, you know, maybe somebody from your IT staff uh, stole all of your data. Again, like Ron mentioned earlier, there's a lot of, particularly on the federal government side, a lot of, you know, very recent examples of, you know, network administrators having access to a tremendous amount of sensitive data and, and taking that data. Or maybe they, you know, maybe they don't necessarily steal the data. Um, you know, maybe because they have a, you know, an axe to grind with the organization, maybe they, they um, manipulate the data or do something to violate the integrity of that data. So now all of a sudden you're making decisions off of data that really isn't accurate and reflective of, um, you know, what's going on in your organization. Um, what, what are some of the other things, uh, Ron, that, that you might, you know, that, that you see from a malicious insider perspective? Well, to your point, you know, and, and not just necessarily, you know, stealing the data, um, but but changing credentials. You know, maybe maybe they got that letter of termination, and and they want to, you know, make make it painful for the organization. So they they change everybody's credentials, or or they block access to certain things. Um, you know, it it depends on the organization. Uh, you know, other other items might be maybe they they leave a door a back door open. So. If, they, if they've been doing their job and trying to keep your systems up 
patching and, and things like that. Uh, but they see this this weakness out there, and and again, they're they're always looking over their shoulder, having this feeling that they they might be let go. You know, maybe they don't patch, uh, you know, a, a portion of your website and, and leave it open. Um, and again, that could be sold to the highest bidder. That could be used to, for them to go back into the system and and, and cause destruction. Um, you know, the, the the malicious insider is is always one of the the larger threats. And and as Bob mentioned, I mean. The first one that always comes to mind is, is Snowden um, and and having access to that data and, and understanding, you know, what that, that malicious insider can do. Yeah, it's, it's a little scary if you think about, you know, Snowden and some of the other um, even more recent examples. You know, these are individuals that, were, you know, were clearly insiders. And if you look at what they were capable of doing and able to do, um, in organizations that you would typically associate with having a fairly high security, you know, standard and, and program in place, you know, NSA as a, as a prime example, and then you think about your organization, which probably doesn't have a fraction of the security controls and mechanisms in place, it becomes almost, you know, even more scary um, and even more potentially impactful. And also, I think even more likely that something like that um, could potentially happen. And so, you know, looking at threats, threats are not always, you know, that criminal that you think of that's sitting in, you know, some, you know, far off country. Uh, oftentimes you really want to look at kind of your, yourself, if you will, look at your own organization. And, you know, that could, again, as, you know, the, 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 the topic of today's um, episode, you know, that could take the form of either a negligent insider or a malicious insider. And, and really, we typically encourage clients, you really want to look at those you know, as one of the first steps, because again, those are the most likely areas, or at least one of the most likely areas, uh, depending on what your organization, uh, what, what industry you're in. So I think it's a really important topic. Uh, any final thoughts, Ron, uh, before we wrap up? Sure. And, and uh, you know, we don't want to create this whole doom and gloom scenario. I mean, there's, there's things that you could put in place, you know, set some warning signs. Uh, you know, if you see some uh, thresholds that, you know, maybe a user is, is poking around where they shouldn't, or, uh, you know, downloading an inordinate amount of data, you know, set those warning flags so, uh, you know, other other technicians can assist and, and, you know, implement rotation of job duty and, and, and start to solidify some some focus areas around, you know, around your insiders and who has access to the most data so, you, you know, you can become more aware of these types of things. Yeah, and it's really important to have, you know, kind of, especially if you've got a relatively small IT staff, it's important um, really, even if you have a large one, to have, you know, uh, ideally at least once a year sort of an unbiased uh, kind of assessment of what they're doing so that you can identify things like those backdoors or things like, you know, poor, poor, poor patch management, which maybe they're doing on purpose. Maybe it's purposeful. So, um, so thanks for joining me today, Ron. Thanks, everybody in the audience, for uh, joining us. Hopefully you uh, got a lot of value out of the topic and it made you uh, think about your organization and your threats. That's it for this episode of The Cyber Guide. We thank you for listening and hope you'll join us next time for another security-focused podcast. Remember to subscribe to our channel if you've liked what you heard and pass it on to your colleagues. The Cyber Guide has been brought to you by Compass Cybersecurity. Compass takes a risk management approach to cybersecurity, examining the employees, policies, and technology within an organization to give a complete view of their cybersecurity infrastructure. For more information on Compass and their mission to shift the world's data to be safe and secure, visit us at www.compasscyber.com.